Well, good weekday evening. Today is Thursday, June 1st, and the time is 7 p.m. And you're tuned into the weekly edition of the Parents of Prodigals podcast. I'm your host, Brother Alan Weir, for this weekly live podcast, during which time we come before the throne of grace in prayer, intercession, and supplication on behalf of those of us who have unsaved sons and daughters. Every week we come on and we invite you to participate in this program. Again, it is a live podcast and we begin every week at 7 p.m. And although sometimes we, or most of the time, we've gone for an hour or we've gone over an hour as the Spirit leads, we may go an hour, we may go less. We won't put a clock on this program. We'll do as the Spirit leads. We may go an hour, we may go more than an hour, we may go less than an hour. It's all under the Holy Spirit's control, and that's the way we want to do things, being led, controlled, guided by the Spirit of God. We invite you to participate in this live podcast if you so choose to call in with a insight or maybe you'd like to share a scripture. Maybe you'd like to give a testimony of something the Lord is doing in your life. Maybe you'd like to just call in and share, make a comment on something you may have heard, something you have to say, something you share, may provide encouragement, strength, comfort, to someone else who is listening. This podcast was born approximately a year ago out of my own burden and concern for my own two children who are adults who are not saved or were not saved. Most recently, my son came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. My son accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior about two months ago. And at this time, of course, I am still praying on behalf of my daughter so she would come to a saving knowledge of Christ as well. But the Lord is answering the prayers of other brothers and sisters in Christ who have been praying for their, their prodigal sons and daughters and their salvation. And so we intercede for them. We pray for all of them. We also pray for the parents of the prodigal sons and daughters. Many times we as parents of prodigal sons and daughters may become discouraged or feel defeated. Our children may be involved in a variety of activities or things, whether they're teenagers or adults. The enemy does not want them to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. He wants to distract them and get them involved in other activities and other things, maybe even believing that they have all the time in the world to accept Christ. But again, I've said it several times, and the verse is worth quoting again. It is appointed once unto men to die, and after this to judgment of God. That's found in the book of Hebrews. 
And as I've also said many times, the next event on the prophetic biblical calendar is a real event that is actually going to take place. The event is known as the rapture. The snatching away, the taking away of all those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. The Word of God says in the book of Thessalonians that Christ will return and take up all those, both those who have died in the faith. They will be resurrected and taken up to heaven, and then those who are still alive and remain here on earth will be taken up to heaven as well. It sounds incredible, and many people ridicule it. But it's actually going to happen. It could happen tonight. And after all born-again believers are taken up into the clouds, into the air, and our Lord Jesus Christ takes us all away, there will be a period of time here on earth known as the Great Tribulation, a seven-year period of time when God's judgments will be poured out on a rebellious and unrepentant world. A lot is going to happen to this world during that period of time. Deception, judgment, and the wrath of God will be poured out. And you and I do not want our unsaved sons and daughters to be here for that period of time. We don't want them to enter a Christless eternity. And that's what this podcast is about. Prayer and intercession and supplication for your prodigal son and daughter. Their deliverance from whatever is holding them in bondage and their salvation so that they accept Christ as their Lord and Savior, surrendering their lives fully to him being filled with the Holy Spirit, living for Christ as the Lord of their life and the Savior of their souls. And whether death comes, they'll be with Christ. Or if the rapture occurs, when it occurs, they will be taken up. They will be not left behind. Their names will be written in the book of life. That's what this podcast is about, praying on behalf of your prodigal son and daughter so that their name is written in the book of life. And later on during this podcast, we will be approaching the throne of grace. We have several prayer requests, which we will be taking before the Lord. Last week, we were experiencing technical difficulties. And during our podcast, our listeners were, for lack of a better term, kicked off the app, kicked off the air. Our podcast was interrupted due to whatever technical difficulties or satanic difficulties, to put it another way. The enemy is not pleased with this podcast, and I'm sure he'll do everything and anything. The prince and the power of the air will do whatever he can do to disrupt, interrupt, and corrupt the things which need to be done on behalf of our unsaved sons and daughters, praying for them, praying for their deliverance and their salvation. And so here we are back on the air. We did not get a chance to lift those requests up on the air. We did pray for them afterwards. They came before the throne of grace anyway. The enemy could not stop that. But we will be bringing them before the throne of grace again today. At this time, I want to welcome our listeners in a variety of localities, New York, California, Colorado, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Oklahoma, 
Massachusetts, Connecticut, Idaho, Georgia, Alabama, Maryland, Tennessee, Texas, Ohio, Utah, Wisconsin, West Virginia, New Jersey, and Montana, Illinois, Minnesota, Louisiana, New Hampshire, the state of Oregon, the state of Washington, Rhode Island, Indiana, South Carolina, Arizona, and Michigan, internationally as well. We have listeners in Mexico, Ontario, Canada, in Manitoba, Canada as well, New South Wales, Australia, in Victoria. We have listeners in France, Uganda, Brazil, and the United Kingdom. And although this is a live podcast due to time differences, many will be downloading. They may not be listening to this podcast live or perhaps, you know, work responsibilities or other things come up and you'll be downloading this podcast and listening to it later. That's fine. The Holy Spirit will work through a podcast that is downloaded as well as he can through a live podcast. No constraints with the Spirit of God. And so we thank the Lord for all these listeners. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to you. If you choose to be a part of this podcast, again, if you want to share an insight, share a testimony, share a scripture, or have a prayer request that you would like honored when the time of prayer comes, just you can either type it in, and we will see it on our screen and honor it. If you wish to remain anonymous or don't want to, to you know, you want you don't want to go into details, we will respect your confidentiality and anonymity. It can be an unspoken request. The Lord knows the details. You can type it in and we'll see it on our screen, or you can call in. We would love to hear from you. Just click on the phone icon at the bottom of the Podbean app if you're listening live now. Let's start our podcast before we go into our devotional with a short word of prayer. Please join me in a word of prayer. Father, I thank you. We thank you for this time, Lord, this brief time in all eternity when we can come before you humbly, humbly, Lord God, asking for your cleansing from sin and your forgiveness, Lord, so we can come before the throne of grace with clean hands and a pure heart. That way we can ascend into your holy hell. And Lord, we thank you for the cleansing from sin and your forgiveness. And we pray that this podcast be a blessing, a comfort, a strength, an encouragement to any parent or guardian who is listening right now, or who will listen later on through the download, if they are the parent or guardian of a child, whether it's an adult child or a teenager, if they're unsaved or have never accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior or are backslidden, if they've wandered from the faith, I pray for these parents or guardians that you give them strength, give them encouragement, if they grow weary, if they get discouraged, if they think that there's no hope, Lord God, let your Spirit speak to them and comfort them and strengthen them, that you will answer the prayer in your own way and in your own time. Everything is under your control, Lord. And we pray that 
what's shared here today, whether it's through myself or maybe if someone does call in, that this be a time of ironing, sharpening iron, mutual encouragement, mutual strength. Pour out your spirit on every listener, live or future. We pray these things in Jesus' name, my Lord. We thank you, God. Amen. Well, tonight's devotional is entitled Walking with God. Walking with God. And actually, I'm sharing um, a blog that I have inserted. A while back, I did a blog on this same topic, but I'd like to share it with you now live on the air. Again, the title is Walking with God. And our scripture text is a very short one. Short, but with a lot to it. Genesis chapter 5, verse 24. Genesis chapter 5, verse 24. And I'll give you a moment to find that scripture text in your Bibles. You know, there are a lot of history figures who have nicknames. Winston Churchill, the British leader, was known as the British Bulldog for his determination and his resolute character in leading England through World War II, refusing to give up. Abraham Lincoln was known as the Great Emancipator and Honest Abe. For his reputation, he signed the Emancipation Proclamation, freeing the slaves during the Civil War. There are sports figures that have nicknames, and most of the time these nicknames for either sports figures or historical figures are tied in to the person's character, either something they've accomplished, the kind of personality they have, or the disposition or their character. Enoch was no different. The biblical character Enoch was absolutely no different. The name Enoch in Hebrew means dedicated and faithful. Dedicated and faithful. That's what the name Enoch means. And God gave him that name appropriately because that's exactly what Enoch was. Completely dedicated and completely faithful to the Lord. Let's read our text together. Genesis chapter 5, verse 24. And Enoch walked with God, and Enoch walked with God. You know, the rest of that text mentions that because he was so faithfully walking with God, he was taken away. There are only two people in the entire Bible that says that God took them from the earth without seeing death. Enoch was one, and Elijah was another. And there's been many speculation as to why these two characters, there have been many people in the Bible who were faithful to God, David and the Apostle Paul and uh, other people throughout Scripture who were committed to the Lord, Elisha as well. Why weren't they taken up without seeing death? Well, you know, God has his own purposes and his own reasons as to why he does things. But rather than speculate, as to why God took Enoch without dying. The scripture, all it says is that he walked with God. He was faithful and dedicated to the Lord. And rather than speculate as to why he was taken up, 
We shouldn't waste our time with trying to figure out God. A God that you can figure out is not God. Rather, we should focus our attention on emulating Enoch instead and focusing on him. There isn't a lot in scripture about him, but there is just enough to learn from his character. You know, at one point or another, many, if not most of us, have said we longed for a closer walk with God. And while spending more time reading God's word or a longer time in prayer is often described as meaning that we are walking closer with God, what does the Bible mean when it describes walking with God? I want you to join me in taking a closer look into this because we are focusing on the biblical character of Enoch. You know, the Hebrew word for walk in the above text and Enoch walk with God is the Hebrew word halak, halak. And while halak can simply mean to physically walk or signify the manner in which we conduct our lives or the way we behave or our manner of living, the message communicated in our scripture text is so much deeper than that. The word halak also means to take a journey with a destination. It conveys the idea of keeping company and companionship with someone whom you're on the journey with. If we break down the word halak even more, we can see that that word halak is made up of three Hebrew letters. And those Hebrew letters are transliterated he, lamad, and kaf. He, lamad, and kaf. First, the Hebrew letter He is the picture of a man with his arms outstretched and looking towards heaven in apparent worship. You know, several times when I do Bible studies, I often mention that many of the languages in the East, the Orient, Hebrew and Greek and several others are picture languages. And many words, if not most words, are associated with pictures in Hebrew and Greek are no different. And again, the Hebrew letter He, as I've said, is the picture of a man with his arms that are outstretched and looking towards heaven in apparent worship. If Enoch walked with God, it can be safely assumed that that walk consisted of constantly outstretched hands looking towards heaven and a life of worship. The next letter in the Hebrew word halak is the letter lamad, lamad. And the letter lamad is the picture of a shepherd's staff. And this picture conveys authority, guidance, and protection. And while Enoch was having his arms outstretched in worship, living a life of worship, I'm sure he constantly sought the Lord's guidance and respected and submitted himself to the Lord's authority and received the Lord's protection in living the godly life that he lived. The last letter in the Hebrew word halak is the letter kahaf, kahaf, which is a picture of the palm of the hand turned outward, signifying service. There is no doubt in my mind that Enoch lived a life of service. If he lived a life of worship, he lived a life of service, submission to God's authority, submission and obedience to his guidance and under the Lord's protection. 
use metaphorically the word halak, walk with God. Halak can also mean to go along with, implying agreement and being of one mind. Enoch's relationship with God was clearly one of total focus on and worship of the Lord. He, obedience to his authority, submission to his guidance, and reliance on his protection, Lamach. And finally, dedication and commitment to serving God and God alone, Kahaf. In fact, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5 states that it was the extent of Hebrew of Enoch's halach, his walk with God, that God was pleased with. Complete, total, and uncompromising consecration and commitment. That's what the name Enoch means, dedicated and faithful, as well as compromising or uncompromising in his walk with the Lord. This is the type of halak that pleases God and what our unsafe prodigals need to see in us. You know, I mentioned earlier nicknames that were given to sports figures and historical figures. And again, these nicknames were given because of certain characteristics that they saw in these individuals and the way they behaved or the way they talked or their personality. Can your prodigal sons and daughters look at you and refer to you as an Enoch, an Enoch that you walk with God? Can they see that you are Enoch, that you are dedicated and faithful? I believe that's what our prodigals need to see in us. That's what my prodigals need to see in me as well, that I'm living a life that's completely dedicated, consecrated, and faithful to God. You and I want our children to see us like Enoch, walking halak with God. While we can find ourselves reading large portions of God's word, we can spend extended periods of time in prayer. Are our lives indicative of halak in our homes, in our communities, in our jobs, with our wives or with our husbands, with our children? with our co-workers and our neighbors, especially if all of them are unsaved? Do they see us walking with God, halach, like Enoch, being dedicated and faithful? While our prodigals may not want to listen to our witnessing, they, wanna, they may not want to listen to Christian music, or they may not be ready to go with us to church, they can still see the way we live if we are living Halach, and we are being like Enoch, faithful and dedicated. May our walk with the Lord, your walk in mind, be characterized as Halach before our prodigal sons and daughters, so that when they see us, they can compare us to Enoch. I praise God for the insight that was given to me and that I was able to share with you during this time together. I want you to join me for another short word of prayer. I feel led to pray after this devotional. Please join me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the word that was just shared, the insight that was given. And Lord, I really pray that these insights were a blessing to all those who were listening or are listening now, Lord God. 
we all need to be like Enoch. We may not be taken up into heaven physically, but we can still be faithful and dedicated and have a life that is halach, completely submitted to your guidance and authority, our hands raised in daily worship, and our hands extended in service to serve you each and every day. Let this devotional be a blessing. Let it help us to apply what we've heard. Help me to apply it, Lord God. Not just to be hearers of this word, but doers as well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, it was an interesting insight regarding Enoch, which I had noticed. The word of God mentions that the total number of years that Enoch lived was 365 years. Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Interestingly enough, there are 365 days in the calendar. If we translate the number of years that Enoch was alive to the daily days of the calendar, that's living for the Lord each and every day, living a life of dedication, and faithfulness, having a halach every day of the year. That's what our prodigals need to see. And that's what the Lord wants from us. A 365 day. We may not live 365 years, but we can spend 365 days each and every day with a halach, a walk that is characterized by Submission to God's guidance, his authority, submission to his service, a life of worship. I praise God for that insight, and I hope it was a blessing to you. We're going to take a musical interlude right now, take a break, and when we come back, we're going to go before the throne of grace and present our prayer requests to the Lord. We have several that we want to bring before the Lord. And I pray that you stay tuned so you can touch and agree with me for all these requests, the deliverance and salvation of all these young people, our children, those of us who are parents of unsaved sons and daughters, those of us who are parents or guardians of maybe those who have backslidden. Join me when we return to the Parents of Prodigals podcast after this musical interlude for a time of prayer and petition for all of our prodigals. Please stay tuned. Yeah. One, two, one, two. Yeah, yeah. Give you glory and honor and praise. 
Even though it's looking like bad weather in my day I'ma give you glory and honor and praise Only you are worthy of all of my praise All of my praise I'ma give you all the glory And I'ma give you all the praise today I'ma give you all the honor And do that for the rest of my days, yeah It's all about you Let's talk about all of the things that you did for me And all the males that you turned into wins for me Got rid of friends that wasn't really too good for me Gave me a second chance And a third chance And a fourth chance I'm forgiven again Seventy times seven, your mercy endures You even cleaned me up when I wasn't the purest When I wanna give up but you gave me endurance I wasn't really sure but you gave me assurance I couldn't pay you back for what you did You gave me a chance to really start to live So I'ma live I give you praise, that's my sacrifice, it's true Everything I do is just to glorify you Whether I'm praying for my brother or I'm rapping in the booth Nothing else matters, promise, it's all about I'ma you I'ma give you glory and honor and praise Even though it's looking like bad weather in my day I'ma give you glory Give you all the glory, all the honor, all my praises Lift my hands up, never faking Feel his presence, he's amazing Yeah, I'ma go hard for what I believe in Been given power to get rid of spirits and the demons Bondage is broken, any chains that was holding you pop off It's true, cause of his word it must happen My God is not soft All of the glory, I give it to him I work his word like I'm inside the gym All of his praises, I give them to you You're faithful to me, so I'm faithful to you All of the glory, I give it to him Work out his word like I'm inside the gym All of my praises, I give them to you Faithful to me, so I'm faithful to you I'ma give you glory and honor and praise Even though it's looking like bad weather in my day I'ma give you glory
Several months ago, we had a dear brother, our brother Jaron, who was a guest on our program, and brother Jaron has been blessed with the gift of musical talent, the gift of spoken word, and he shared his talent on our podcast. I won't call what he did a performance, because that was not what he was doing. He was ministering using his God-given gift to minister to the listeners that evening. And he graciously shared one of his musical numbers with us, and we played it just now. I'm going to pray through the storm. And if you are the parent of a prodigal and you are discouraged and you think that your unsaved son and daughter is beyond all hope of salvation, that is a lie from the enemy, You and I are going to touch and agree, and we're going to pray through the storm. And before that, our dear sister India also has been blessed with the wonderful gift, a beautiful singing voice. And she ministered to us. She ministers often at our church, Soul Purpose Evangelical Church. We're going to give God all the honor and glory and praise, no matter what happens, no matter how things look. When we're praying for our prodigals, the enemy may try to whisper in your ear. They're not going to get saved. They're lost. They're beyond hope. Move on to someone else. That's a, a deception from the enemy to get you to stop praying, to get you to stop caring, to get you to stop rebuking the forces of darkness. Pray through the storm and give God all the honor, glory, and praise. And that's what we're going to do as we approach the throne of grace in the next minute. Before we do this, I'm going to share a scripture in the book of Micah, chapter 7, verse 7. You know, Micah, in spite of his dire circumstances as a lonely prophet of God, he was a watchman and would intently look for evidence of God's working 
He trusted God to act in his own time and in his own way. God did not disappoint. Micah chapter 7, verse 7. This is what Micah had to say. But as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Enough said. Let's go before the throne of grace right now and lift up our prodigal sons and daughters. We're going to scripture pray. There is nothing more powerful than the Spirit of God using the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit. And often when I pray, I pray scripture. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to speak the Word of God to our prodigals. Our first prayer request are for two young men, both of them named Joshua. We pray for these two young men every week. And one of these two young men, Joshua, accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior not too long ago. The other Joshua, I'm not sure if he has turned to the Lord, but both these young men have experiencing a struggle with substance abuse. That's the struggle of many people today, as the enemy tries to keep them in bondage, dependency, make them believe that they need chemicals and substances to cope with life's problems. He keeps them, he keeps them emotionally and mentally dependent, and he keeps them physically dependent as well as their bodies crave these substances, which damage body and mind. But we're going to pray for these two young men, both named Joshua, for continued intervention by the Holy Spirit. Touch and agree with me. Father, we lift up both these young men named Joshua. Lord, one of them has turned to you and the other one possibly has not. But both of them, the enemy has been attacking with cravings for chemicals and substance abuse. We pray first for Joshua, who has surrendered his life to you, Lord God, and we pray that you give him perseverance, that he stand firm in the faith and not cave in to any emotional or physical pressure that the enemy will throw his way so that he relapse and turn away. Strengthen his walk with you, Lord God. Draw him close to you. Speak to him through the watches of the night. When he's laying in bed, speak to him through dreams and visions and the nice, quiet voice of the Holy Spirit, providing strength and comfort and encouragement, Lord God. Give him a hunger, a thirst for your word. When he's reading his Bible, speak to him. Help him to apply what he's reading, Lord God. When he comes to church, give him a spirit of worship to lift up your name in honor and glory, Lord God. Make him determined to follow you. When he reads his Bible, let your word fall on good ground and let it bear fruit in his life. Strengthen him, encourage him, make him the man of God that you want him to be. We pray for the other young man named Joshua, Lord, who is still struggling most likely with chemical and substance abuse. And this is a stronghold, Lord, and we pray that this stronghold be pulled down, the pulling down of strongholds. Our weapons are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. The weapon of prayer, 
trusting in you, Lord God, that you can pull down these strongholds and expose the lies of the enemy. Deliver him from his dependency on drugs, Lord God. Work to work, Lord. You have your own way and your own time. Do whatever it takes to bring Joshua to his knees, to bring his soul to his knees so that he surrenders his life fully to you. We thank you, Lord, because we know the answer is coming. We're waiting for the testimony to come through. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to lift up three young ladies. We pray for these three young ladies every week. And we will continue to pray for them, not just during the podcast, but even during the week, we lift them up in prayer. The first is a young lady by the name of Gabby. Gabby is the daughter of one of our listeners. And this listener called in a while back and shared that her daughter, Gabby, was struggling with emotional issues and depression. And there were concerns about some feelings of guilt, perhaps, and just feeling down, low self-esteem. The other young lady is Angela, or Angelica, I believe. And Angela also is the daughter of one of our faithful listeners. And there were concerns for Angela as well with the same issues, depression and low self-esteem and maybe a resistance to the gospel not wanting to even consider the things of God. Then there's Valentina, another young lady and a dear daughter of a dear brother and sister who attend Soul Purpose Evangelical Church. Concerns for her soul, deliverance from whatever she's in bondage to. We're going to lift up these three young women before the Lord. Please touch and agree with me. Lord God, your word says that the fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt and their ways are vile. There is no one that does good. And that you look down from heaven on all mankind to see if there are any who understand and any who seek you. And Lord, we believe, Lord God, that these three young ladies may not be seeking you, Lord God. They may be seeking satisfaction and fulfillment and other things in their lives, Lord God. We just lift up these three young ladies, Lord, and we pray that you give them a complete dissatisfaction with whatever it is that they're participating in or engaging in, the things that they're doing, the places that they're going, the people that they're hanging out with, Lord. Help them to turn away from whatever lives that they're living apart from you. And to turn to you, Lord God, we pray for Gabby and Angela and Valentina. The enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy them. But you came that we may have life, that they they may have life and have it abundantly. And Lord, we pray that you give all these three young ladies life abundant. And that when the enemy tries to steal, kill, and destroy them, that you stand in the gap Stop him, Lord God. We rebuke the enemy who is trying to steal, kill, and destroy these three young ladies. 
Help them to call upon you, Lord God. Many people never call on you. But bring these three young ladies to the point where they call upon you, Lord God. And that they realize that they have a need for you, Heavenly Father. Deliver them from depression, from low self-esteem. Heal their troubled minds, Lord God. Lord, you have the perfect way to reach people, Lord. It may be through a Christian song or it may be someone who's witnessing to them. Maybe these three young ladies will hear the gospel through a program or a track. Maybe they'll even come to church and hear the word of God getting preached. Lord, speak to whatever way you choose, Lord, to reach these three young ladies. Reach them, Father. Reach all of them, Gabby, Angela, and Valentina. Deliver them from whatever that they are in bondage to. And save them, Lord God. Like the prodigal, bring them home. We pray for their deliverance and we pray for their salvation. And we thank you, Lord. We pray for the parents of Gabby, Angela, and Valentina, and both Joshua's as well. That you give all these parents encouragement and strength and perseverance to not give up. We ask this in Jesus' name, Lord God. Amen. Our next request is going to go out to a young lady by the name of China. And China is the daughter of our dear brother Jamie and his wife India. And China and China's friend Alexa a while back surrendered their lives to Jesus Christ. But you know, the enemy is not going to allow these things to go unaddressed. There is no way that someone's going to turn to Christ and the enemy is going to leave them alone. He'll do whatever he can to try to discourage them, to make them backslide, to make them turn away. Well, we're going to pray for China and Alexa, and we're going to rebuke the forces of darkness. Touch and agree with me. Father, we just thank you so much for both China and Alexa that you have brought them to salvation, Lord God. You answered prayer, again, in your own way and in your own time, Heavenly Father. We thank you so much for China and Alexa, for delivering them and for saving them. But now, Lord, there's a counterattack taking place. The enemy is attacking full force, perhaps trying to get both of them to turn away, maybe discouraging them, maybe trying to get them to go back to old ways, maybe trying to have them believe that it's not going to work. Surrendering your life to Christ is a waste of time. Again, those are all lies from the enemy. We rebuke those lies in the name of Jesus. When those lies come into their ears, Father, let your Holy Spirit counter those lies with words of encouragement and strength, Lord God. Strengthen their commitment to you, both China and Alexa, Lord God. Help them both to cast their cares on you because you will sustain them. Help them to believe that, that you're going to sustain them, Lord God. You're not going to let them be shaken, Lord God. Your word says you will never let the righteous be shaken. Well, China and Alexa are among the righteous. Their names are written in the book of life. 
as they cast their cares on you, Lord, sustain them, strengthen them, and don't let them get shaken, Lord God. Help them to continue to trust in you completely and absolutely. Hang on to them, Lord. We rebuke the forces of darkness in Jesus' name that will try to snatch them away. The enemy will try to snatch them from the sheepfold. Good shepherd, Lord Jesus, protect and defend your sheep. We praise you and we thank you. You are all powerful and all loving, Lord God. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for protecting China and Alexa and giving them the strength that they need to persevere. In Jesus' name, amen. We received a prayer request, and I'm going to read it here. The prayer request came in last week. We didn't get a chance to honor it on the air, but we are going to honor it now. We did pray for it during the week. It was an unspoken request, anonymous. Uh, it says here, pray for my brothers Albert and Edwin and my children Ashley and Joshua and husband Nelson. The details of this request are not known, but that's okay because God knows all things. He knows the details. We don't have to know them. The Holy Spirit knows. God knows all things and Let's bring this family before the throne of grace. Father, you see this request, Lord God. There's a lot that's not here, but that doesn't matter because you know all the details, Lord. You're all knowing. We pray for this family, Lord God. Albert and Edwin and the children, Ashley and Joshua, and the husband, Nelson, Lord God, an entire family, Heavenly Father. Lord, let your spirit enter that tent, Lord God, that familial tent. You know the needs that each of those people have. I'm not sure. I don't know what the needs are. Maybe they're not saved. It may be that they are saved and they're discouraged. It may be that they need spiritual strength. It may be that they need deliverance. Whatever the need is, Lord God, you have the perfect answer and the perfect time for answering it, Lord God. Look on each one of these people, Albert, Edwin, Ashley, Joshua, Nelson, look upon this entire family, Lord. Meet each need, regardless of what it is, no matter what it is, Lord God, whether it's comfort, strength, deliverance, salvation, encouragement, perseverance, Lord. Pour out your spirit on every single name I mentioned in this household. Pour out your spirit on the person who shared this prayer request as well. They obviously have a burden. Encourage and strengthen this individual as well, Lord God. Bless this home, Father, with the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Give this family a strong sense of your presence, Lord God. Give them strength. Give them fortitude. Make this an entire family completely dedicated to you. When they're afraid, help them to put their trust in you, O God. Help them to continually praise your word. Psalm 56, Lord, your own word says, In God I trust, we will not be afraid. Lord, help this family to put their complete trust in you, Lord God. Meet each need. 
You know the details. Take care of the details, Lord God. A sparrow doesn't fall unless you know about it, Lord God. And you care about the details. Bless this family and answer prayer. Thank you, Lord God. We know the answer is coming. We know it is. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to pray for a young man by the name of Johnny. Johnny is the adult son of a dear sister in Christ who I believe is listening to our podcast right now. And Johnny is struggling, I believe, with substance abuse. And again, like the other prayers that we prayed, this is a stronghold that we're going to pray against. And sister, if you're listening right now, and I can see that you are, touch and agree with me. Stretch forth your hand and I'll stretch forth mine and we will touch and agree for Johnny's deliverance and salvation. Father, I stretch out my hand as my sister stretches out hers in touching an agreement for this prayer for Johnny. You see where Johnny is right now. We don't know what city he's in, what neighborhood he's in, what he's doing, who he's with. We don't know, Lord God, but again, you not only are all-knowing, but you're all-present. You are right there with Johnny right now. And we pray for Johnny, Lord, that you touch his heart, touch his mind, touch his soul, Lord. Give him a distaste for whatever substance he's taking, Lord God. Give him, make him nauseous. When he tries to drink or use any drugs or smoke a cigarette, give him a spirit of nausea so that he doesn't want to partake of it ever again, Lord God. And open up his eyes to the truth of the gospel. Get the gospel message to him in your own way, Lord God, whether it's a track or somebody witnessing to him or a praying mother like Johnny has who will witness to him. I just feel strongly to impress, Lord God. Father, put it in Johnny's heart to come to church, to hear your word spoken, Lord God. Bring Johnny to the end of his rope, if necessary. Give him a Damascus Road experience so that he says to himself, I'm at the end. I need something stronger, something mightier than I, and that's you, Lord Jesus. Bring Johnny to the end of himself, Lord God so that he surrender his life completely and totally to you. We thank you, Lord God, for Johnny's deliverance and Johnny's salvation. The answer is here. The testimony is coming, and we call it into being. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. We have one more request. We says here, Sister Joyce, pray for her granddaughter, Layla to return to the Lord. Apparently, a sister by the name of Joyce, a dear sister in Christ named Joyce, wants us to pray for her granddaughter, Layla, who perhaps has wandered from the faith. But we're going to pray that the Spirit of God bring her back. Touch and agree. Heavenly Father, we just touch and agree right now for this young lady named Layla, Lord God. And Lord, you... You see where she is right now. Whatever made her turn away from the faith, Lord God. Maybe perhaps she got discouraged. Maybe she felt 
that it was a waste of time serving you. That's a lie from the enemy. Maybe perhaps peers pressured her. Maybe the enemy snatched the word from her heart. The word not falling on good ground, but the enemy snatching it away. Maybe Layla was hurt or had a negative experience. I don't know, Lord God. We don't know. But you know, Lord, what made Layla fall away and turn away. But Lord, time is short. The rapture could take place any moment, Lord God. And we don't want Layla to get left behind, Lord. And so we pray that the Spirit of God move mightily, quickly, with all expediency. That you put it, the burden in Layla's heart to return back to you. Like the prodigal son, Lord God, he came to the end of himself. He came to the end of his rope. That's where you brought him. That's what was necessary to bring him to the end of his rope so that he could realize his need to return to the father. If necessary, bring Layla to the end of her rope so that she returned to the father. Put the burden in her heart. Put a weight in her soul that she needs to come back, to come back to you, Lord God. No matter what method you choose, Lord God, we pray that you put the burden in her heart and in her mind to say, I need to return to the Lord. I'm at the end. I can't go on without him. Let this be in Layla's heart, Lord God. We pray for Joyce, who brought this request, and that you help Joyce to persevere and to continue praying for her granddaughter, Layla. Praying grandmothers, persevering in prayer. Give Joyce strength and encouragement. And we thank you and we praise you, Heavenly Father, for the answer to this prayer that Layla will return like the prodigal. She'll be on the road. She is on the road. All the prodigals we prayed for are on the road right now. We're waiting to hear the testimonies flow in. It's a matter of time, Lord God. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we've come to the end of our time together, and I hope and pray that this was a time of edification and strengthening and encouragement for you. It blesses me to minister to you and to pray for you, but the work still needs to be done. We need to continue praying for our prodigal sons and daughters and not give up. And so we'll be back on the air again next week, next Thursday at 7 p.m., June 8th. Between now and then, we will continue. Let us all continue to keep praying for our unsaved sons and daughters. And not just that, like the devotional says, we should all be like Enoch, living lives of faithfulness and dedication. And our halak, our walk, our prodigal should see us having a halak of service, submission, obedience, and faithfulness and service as well. Our prodigals need to see that in our lives. We need to not just preach the gospel and witness the gospel. We need to live the gospel. 
So until next Thursday, June 8th at 7 p.m., I leave you with the thought I always leave you with. Continue in prayer, being watchful therein, and watch the road. Your prodigal, my prodigal, all of our prodigals will be on it. God bless and good night.